Welcome to our first ever in-person interview with Joseph Serpa of the Kitchener Rangers. So it's just a one-on-one -on -one today, me and Serps. Uh, thanks to NOPT for letting us use their facility. Obviously, me and Serps are lifting right after, so it was really awesome just to get here. I got the new merch on. Make sure to check it out. The video, by the time this video's out, there should be a new merch drop. So uh, we're gonna get right into it with Serps, get to know him, get loose a little bit with the 509 speed round. Alright, so you gotta answer as quick as you can. No delays. We'll see how it goes. I changed them up a little bit because Nate and Keith always do it. I made these ones. Alright, perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. Favorite city you've ever been to? Nashville. Favorite food? Steak. If you were attacked by unlimited 10 year olds that all worked out at NLPT, how many could you fend off using only a baseball bat? Well, if they're working out at NLPT, 15. No, I don't know, that might be a little high. I don't know. <laughs> McDavid or Crosby? Uh, McDavid. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Favorite all-time movie? Gotta be Step Brothers. TV show you're watching right now? Animal Kingdom. Bauer or CCM? CCM. Who would play you in a movie? Channing Tatum. You're surrounded by people in a dance circle. They're chanting your name. What's your move? Uh... Probably like, hello, wet. I don't know. <laughs> favorite, since we're at NLPT, favorite lift or exercise? Uh, squatting, probably. Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy, for sure. Green grapes or red grapes? Red grapes, not a There question. you go. Not a lot of people say green grapes. No. Surprise, yeah. Favorite sport other than hockey? Lacrosse. What toothpaste do you use? Crest. And the final question is always, if you're a dentist, what color toothbrush are you asking for? Blue. It's basically favorite color, but okay. So now we're done the speed round. We'll get into the real hockey. So, All right. um, obviously, we're not gonna go with your hockey career yet. Obviously, we're in COVID. We're in COVID right now. We gotta stay apart. Yeah. What's been the hardest uh, challenge for you on the ice and off the ice, like mainly in getting better during COVID? Um, I think about now we're pretty good for that. I think in the beginning, doing those Zoom call workouts were a little bit tough to begin with, just getting used to that doing everything through the through the screen and like getting to know the, the workouts we were running through. I don't know, it was like, I didn't find too much motivation when I was like just getting up and doing a workout in my basement, but I like I like that we're past that now, coming into here and working out with all the guys. Yeah, that's actually my next thing. How, how better is it being in the actual gym? Um, I love it. I love coming in here just first thing in the morning, get a workout and feel feel good about yourself for the rest of the day. And especially now that we get to work out with all the guys and just kind of push each other, like it's a, it's a good environment to work out in. And then just something unique that we don't ask many players is what are you specifically doing this off season and that we kind of ask people what their goals are, but yeah. what are your specific things you want to get better off the ice and on the ice as well, obviously close to cocky. Um, I think my main focus right now and kind of always has been is putting on weight I mean that's kind of been my my like uh, biggest struggle um, I feel like if I can come back heavier a little bit stronger then that'll do wonders for my game so that's that's kind of the main focus here uh, Hoffer put together a pretty good program for me to, to chase after that and then on the ice I just need to get on as much as I can I guess and keep the keep the skills you run in and keep everything top shape and uh, go into camp confident and I think I should be good. And then, so now we'll go into your hockey career, obviously. 
and you played with two key guys on our podcast, Walker McFarlane, yeah. and also many guys who are going to be on the podcast or who have been, like Keegan McMullen, Paul Freeman. Um, what was it like growing up with that group? We all know you guys are really tight. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I was really sad when when we moved on from minor hockey because those guys were kind of like my brothers. I was at the rink every day with them for years. But uh, no, Cooper and Ben, those are two great guys. Like, couldn't find one bad thing to say about both of them. They both work really hard and they both have been really good friends for a long time. And like, we they came to Cambridge at a young age and uh, they stayed stuck through it. And I feel like in the beginning we weren't the best team, but by the end we worked really hard and we really had moved our way up. And I don't know, it was a great experience two great guys. And then what was it like playing against those guys in the O this year, like McMullen, McFarlane, Walker? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, you know, like you, you grow up playing with them and now like now you got loads of fans and, and it's kind of like a big show going on and it's the same guys that you've been you've been growing up with, it's, it's a pretty cool thing, especially uh, Coop and Ben on Guelph, Kitchener and Guelph have a little bit of a rivalry, always some bad blood when we play them, so it's kind of cool that they went to a team that we play, I think we played them eight times a season and... Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty it's neat. a lot. Yeah. So now we'll go into the legendary Scott Walker, and that's part of your minor hockey experience, obviously. And we were fortunate enough to have him on recently. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And do you have any memorable moments for him, or what did you take away from him? Obviously, he taught us, he taught us and our viewers so much on the podcast. But what did you, what did you take away from his experience? I don't know. Honestly, it's probably a better question. What didn't I take away? Like he was a guy that everyone looked up to, and and we saw him every day at the rink and he was a guy like you know that he's been where you are and he's been through all the levels so it was it was a good he was a good role model for other guys to to just kind of like be a sponge and soak up as much as you could definitely taught us to work hard like that was his like go-to thing no matter what happens you need to just go as hard as you can at practice and at games and and for a memorable moment I think I think he was a really hard coach. Like he was never easy on us, but I think that was that was a good way to like motivate us and and really because obviously if you're gonna go how far you want to go in hockey, like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work hard and you're gonna have to put in the work. And he taught us that at a young age. And I think um, a memorable moment. I can think of one time where we went to we went to Toronto and it was a big tournament. I can't remember which one, but we played Vaughn in the finals. And they were a really good team, and we had like five forwards left. Like everybody was out, everyone was hurt, and we ended up winning the game. I it, it either went to overtime or it was like a one goal game, and it was like close in the end. And uh, you could just tell, like, he was on his face, like we won. And like after the game, he told us he was really proud of us. And like that was he's a guy like you don't really get that yeah. out of him too much. So like when when he told us that, like it was just a, it was a good feeling to like know that a guy like that like you yeah you worked hard and he was proud of you it was a good feeling we decided to change up the angle get a different angle of us obviously Serbs was a lot more closer to the camera than i was but i think this angle is a lot better actually i don't know but yeah no i agree 100%. so we just went through minor hockey very briefly obviously you guys yeah. obviously won the alliance too in major bantam but we want to get to why people really watch and obviously let's run us through your draft day experience before we even talk about it what was your draft day experience like you obviously we just had uh, Romeo on and Uba, and they said, like, you have no idea. Yeah. And what was it like for you? Um, you know, same same thing as everybody else says. Like, it's a day that you, you look forward to, but you're also nervous for, like, 
you really don't know what's gonna happen. Like you could be going to Kitchener right beside your house or like North Bay up like you, you just don't know. It's so up in the air. You talk to a bunch of teams and like no team wants to tell you where they want to pick yeah. you. Like it, it's kind of like they're trying to hide everything and then on that day like it's kind of like you just figure out and like I was really nervous going into it. Like you don't know where you're gonna go but once I got picked to Kitchener like that was like obviously for me like the best place where yeah. I could have went. Like I live in like Dune so like yeah. It was, it's just around the corner, like, my parents can come out to any of the games, my, my friends can come out, like, it's a good, and obviously it's, like, a really good organization, like, Kitchener is one of those organizations in the CHL that they, they have a really good reputation, a good track record, and they just do things really well, so I was really happy when, when, uh, my name got called to them. What was the day like after, obviously, I saw on Instagram, I think you went right to the rink, right? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, it was good, obviously, like, right around the corner, I, they drafted me, and they called me, and they're like, what are you doing right now? I was like trying to play cool I was like oh nothing much you know like they're like, like alright do you want to like come down and like so I put on my suit went down and I got my jersey met everyone who was a part of the organization got to see the drafting process which was really cool I never saw that before um, how they, they had their big table and they had all the prospects up on the board and they, they kind of just go through it and talk about their next pick and like it was pretty cool so I got to meet everyone there and I don't know, it's just a, it was a good feeling since day one, like they were really welcoming and excited to have me and I was happy to be there, so. So going into that first camp, uh, obviously you're fairly high pick, 77th, right? Yep. So you're fairly high, you're going in and obviously everyone wants to make the team, but what was really your mindset? Were you, did you think you have a shot or were, were they telling you anything? Did you know anything going in? What was your mindset? Yeah, like that's, a non-seeing non cocky or anything, right? Yeah, that's a good question. No, they, they didn't tell me anything going into camp. And um, I don't know, my mindset was like, at that time I felt like it was just like I wanted to sign, I wanted to be a part of the team. Like, I didn't really expect to be playing that season. But like, if you go fourth round, I feel like that's kind of like a, you could play or you yeah. couldn't play. It's kind of like one of those like, in the middle picks, so. But I knew going in, like, I was really light, and, like, I knew it was going to be tough to play junior, especially at, in, like, the that level. So I went into camp, and I played pretty good in the first camp, and I went back to main camp, and they, they, they signed me, and they told me I'd be in, like, games, but I wasn't going to be there full season because yeah. I had to get used to, like, the bigger bodies, and that's why I went to the Siskins and uh, then went on from yeah. there. So you mentioned that. I didn't have the question, but how was that adjustment for you? Obviously, like... You're a fairly skinny guy, and that's one of your goals, but yeah. how was that adjustment? How were you able to adjust to, especially in junior B, that's a really physical league. Yeah. How were you able to adjust to that? Um, it was tough. You know, a lot, of the, a lot of the moves and a lot of the stuff I used to pull in minor hockey didn't really work as well because obviously you got big bodies, but you got guys who are playing junior hockey, and they, they, I feel like they take more pride in, like, shutting guys down. Yeah. In minor hockey, it's kind of like, you get by a guy but like in, in junior they kind of take it like yeah. more serious they want to shut you down and uh especially like the 16 year olds they're like, kind of like the young guys coming in who like are trying to go somewhere else like everyone just wants to wants to hold them down and it was tough in the beginning but when, when you move on you just gotta get used to like protecting the puck better and and if you're if you're not strong enough to out battle guys you kind of just gotta be that much smarter and think that much ahead to be able to make plays and get to the net so I don't know I learned that was a good that was a good league for me to like learn how to how to play with bigger bodies and obviously you got experience that maybe you wouldn't have got if you're playing half the games not playing half the games yeah. in the OHL and yeah. who were some of the guys on that team that was a really veteran team who were some of the guys on that team that really helped you out for the for Waterloo yeah 
Oh man, we had really good vets that year. I had guys that, they were really supportive. Um, I had like vets coming in, like I didn't know, I was a younger guy, like really yeah. small. I didn't really know how I was fitting in, but I had vets that like would talk to me like about the junior experience and kind of like when I wasn't playing, like just talk to me about like everything. Like they have probably two that come to mind, like Benton Hayes, I played with him. Like we, when I played on the fourth line, he was with me and like, he was like a really like positive guy and like he really helped me out a lot and then in the playoffs Alex Lysette was my linemate and he had the best one-timer I've seen out there and that was one thing I wanted to work on so after practice every day we'd be ripping one tees for 30 minutes after like the morning practices and I don't know it was, it was a really good environment a lot of good bets that really helped me just um put me in the right direction keep me positive and keep me trying to get better every day it was good yeah, it's a really important thing. Like, I know for experience, like, it, like that, the older guy, especially at the start, who's like extra nice when they don't yeah. need to, makes such a difference. Oh yeah. Going in and yeah. And yeah, now looking back, like, when I'm a vet, I I just want I like to picture myself as being the guy who's like extra nice, even yeah. though like even like when you're older, I feel like it doesn't really matter to you. But yeah. if you say like mix in like an extra like couple yeah. talks with a younger guy like when I was younger like that made like such a difference for me yeah, it made me sure. feel a lot more comfortable on the team so yeah and then before we jump into OHL just run us through the playoff run that was obviously crazy yeah um yeah it was it was a it was a long playoff run that's for sure and um we went in like the the year before I came to the Siskins they lost to Listwell and it was like a game seven, one goal game. And then Listel went on to just beat, like, smoke yeah. everyone. So, and then we didn't really lose a lot of guys. Like everyone had one more year of experience. So everyone was like hoping that was the year for them to go for it. And and we went in and like, it was like, everyone just dialed dialed right in for playoffs. And like everyone knew like the year before, it was kind of like a heartbreaking loss for them. So they came in and they worked, like everyone worked hard. Like it was like, I don't know, I feel like the team, like, obviously they, they, they care, but, like, when then we got to playoffs, it was, like, another level. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we went through series after series, and, like, it was, I don't know, like... Yeah, no, totally. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was yeah. just special. It was a special thing. Everyone coming together, and um, we really bared down. We played some really good teams, and, and um, we had series going to Game 7, like, really intense, and then, obviously, we, we topped it off the Game 7 winner, yeah. which was a which is a wicked way to end it. Like everyone, for we had, I think we had like 12 OAs and it was like their last game of junior hockey and it was just like, you could tell for them it was such a big deal that they ended it off on game seven OT winner championship. Like well, it was What was just your memory of that goal? Uh, that was my next question is, what was your memory of that? You've seen 509 post about a million times. What yeah. was your... Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it was just kind of a play that was like kind of broken up. Like it's just a bounced off the boards and then and then Tylee ripped it from the point and it was kind of like a, a floater I don't know if it tipped off somebody but it floated in somehow and then after that it was just a, a big party for the rest of the week like it was, it was a it was a great time awesome so we got we got to wrap it up now soon because we're getting our lift so we'll hop into this most recent season in the OHL and did you feel really prepared obviously with that deep like nothing can teach you better than playoff experience for yeah. sure I think like I said, you said in whether it's whatever junior level, maybe not the OHL, but when you're not anything below the OHL, there are some guys who are working, right? There's yeah. people who are in university and 
they may be they're there, but once playoffs hit, that's when you're seeing like their full yeah. So that playoffs, like, yeah. how prepared did you feel going into the season? Well, yeah, going into the season when I went with Kitch for the for the first bit, it was kind of like I was straight out of minor hockey, and I was like kind of felt like a fish out of water. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. small guy playing in the O, and it was like my only experience was like the best hockey I was playing was like OHL Cup. Yeah. And then when I went to Junior B and, like, I kind of worked my way up, like, I started. And obviously it's hard to get minutes, like, when you have all those OAs yeah. on, like, a, on an old team that's supposed to be going for it. It was kind of tough. But, like, sure. by the end, like, playoffs is really where I started to excel. That's where I really, like, moved up in, like, the depth charts and started to put up a lot of points was in playoffs. And then, like, going into camp, the last game I played was game seven, overtime. And, like, I was out there playing in overtime. And, like, that yeah. never would have happened before. But I worked my way up. Like, I worked hard and kind of earned everyone's trust. So I was playing in the overtime. So I went from like, the way I saw it is like, they told me to, de- to develop and get more confident. And when I came in, I was in the beginning, I was playing minor hockey. And then by the end I was playing game seven overtime in the in the championship. And I just went in with like a new attitude, feeling yeah. a lot more confident, like ready to use all the skills that I learned there. And it was a good feeling like knowing that I put in a year of work before what exactly what they wanted me to do and like I was ready to come in and like start playing full time. Yeah, for sure. And then what was we asked this to every single OHL player, even the NHL players we asked it for the NHL. And what was your welcome to the OHL moment? When did you when was it a cool moment that you're like, Wow, like, this is pretty cool? Especially playing at the odd every game. Well, I think being around the odd was a was a, it was like it's pretty cool, like especially coming out with right before the game started with the lights off and the music and the steam and all yeah. that stuff was pretty cool i think i think it was my second or third game we played london and that was the that was the game that evan bouchard and formenton got sent down from the nhl and then i was out there and, and i went out there and this was when i still had the fishbowl on it was like the the yeah. the first year that i was there and i remember like just like going to the net like crashing the net hard just trying to make it look like i was doing something good out there and then Bouchard came down right from Edmonton. He grabbed my fishbowl and he goes like, he's like, this is like, this is a big boys league. Like go back to junior B and he grabbed my fishbowl and just ripped it off with <laughs> one swipe. And then like, and then it was like him for and Foodie. And like before the game, like I was looking up these guys, like where yeah, they yeah, drafted yeah. the NHL and like, and then they were right in my face, like ripped off my, <laughs> I skated back to the bench with my thing sideways like that. And, and I remember sitting down and like, they're telling me, oh, it's a big boys league, and like that's when I kind of got. And you're like, a bit shook, on yeah. Me. I was pretty shook. Like I was researching these guys' stats, and now like they're shredding me. Like I was kind of like, holy shit! Like this guy just shredded me. Like yeah. at the, I was like, just kind of being like a, yeah, you know. But that's funny. That's <laughs> a good story. Though, yeah, we gotta clip funny. that for sure. So then we kind of said the same thing for Junior B, but we kind of need to zoom through this last season. And uh, who were some of the guys that really stuck out to you? And Obviously, everyone sure was great, but on this first year on the Rangers, and even in their 16-year-old year in camp, um, I think there's a lot of guys. Like Damian, he was good. Like the first year, like I said, like little things stick out. I remember we were playing in camp, and I guess he knew like we dra- that uh, they drafted me, and so he was like kind of like throughout camp, he was on the other team, but he was like giving me pointers. Like yeah. like after after a shot, like they got off, he tapped me. He's like make sure you just pick up guys, and like that was kind of my first experience with that. But during the season, I think like Greg Morellas like. He was like an OA, he's been there for five years. He was really good for just like um, kind of taking me under his wing and like um, really helping me out that way. And then like Justin McPherson, he was kind of like a, well we get, when we go to hotels, we get roomed with one guy and you're yeah. with him the whole year. 
and when I got put with him, I was kind of like, he was like a veteran D who like yeah. I never talked to, so I was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but I ended up having a really good relationship with him when I never really thought I would, because yeah. like, I was like a rookie forward, he was like a veteran D, and it just like, we were like kind of on the different ends yeah. of the spectrum, but like we, we were together for every like hotel, like road trip, and we got really close, and he became like one of my one of my favorite vets to, to be around and like come do if I really needed yeah. anything. He was a really good guy. That's awesome. So the last question before we obviously went pretty long, but um, what is the thing that you, other than put it on weight, what are some of the things that you are looking to do next season to be in a bigger role, obviously? Um, I think for me now, like putting in like a hardworking summer and then just coming back confident, like this is my, this will be like my third year as part of the organization. And this is kind of like where I'm at the age where like you can really start to like make a big impact on the team and like um, take on a bigger role and play like special teams. And like, I've been there for like, this is my third year. So like, I feel like I've earned the trust and like, you got to keep doing that. Like show them that you put in a hard summer and then from there on, just, I don't know, play, keep your confidence up and then just try and get a bigger role and, and, and I guess produce when you get the chance. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much. It was yeah. great. It was a great live interview. Thanks so much for watching. We, yeah, we all, for we're me. all rooting for you next year. And thanks for watching, everyone. Perfect.